This week has been extremely stressful on me. I have a project. I said project, not project, not editing. I have a presentation due or that I have to speak at, that I have a, a blessed opportunity to speak at at the end of the month that I've been stressing over. Like, I'm not an imposter. I know who I am. This is my first time making a, a big type of presentation, speak, keynote, whatever. And I really feel like I have to be this other person, this grandiose speaker. I know, yes, I God has blessed me with the talent to speak and to have presence when I'm in front of people. I don't really have nerves or any of that public speaking. I think that I've been blessed with that talent. But I feel like with a different level, a different stage, as you ascend these stages that you've never done or you've never been, you need new talents and new traits. So I'm kind of like, oh, what if I don't have what it takes? What if I don't have what it takes? And I'm so kind of stressed in that moment. Paired with that, I'm. I'm going on vacation. I'm going to the UK. A lot of my family is as well, where I can kind of decompress. I'm excited about that. But I have that. And then I had a, I obviously have a job and this podcast and coming back from playing in Greensboro that I have a lot going and the podcast. God. And, and literally, I if you don't follow the socials at Mindly Podcast on IG, I was on IG and I had a writing prompt and I would basically said everything that I'm saying now. That I'm super stressed, but God and faith and fear less than faith that this is getting me through. And literally, that's exactly what got me through the faith, the faith that if I put in the work, as I said in the post, that God will handle the rest, fill in the blanks. And literally for this episode, he fell in the blanks. I just was starting to write. I'm writing, preparing for my presentation that I have at the end of the month. And boom, this episode just came to me. And it's really special and it's really heavy on my heart that God just really had me in mind when this episode came to mind. Like God thought of Norns, hey, this is going to be your episode. Keep writing, preparing for the end of the month, but I'm going to give you your episode right now. So I am so incredibly thankful for you listening and thankful that God that you're God. Thank you so much. Tomorrow is Easter and I'm so blessed to be a child of the living God. And for this episode, letters to self, when in doubt, write it out. This episode is to help you see an inside look at how writing, writing down these fears, writing down these things that you've been through in your life that you've never told anybody, writing can help you internally do the work to overcome your mind bully. So without further ado, episode 30, when in doubt, write it out. Guys, man, for me, honestly, honestly, this week has been one of the challenging, one of the most just heavy on my heart weeks that I've had in a long time. It's my first week back home in Dallas and second week, actually. And it's just been Trying. I have so many things coming up from traveling to London to coming back from with my family to work to this podcast and new ideas um, and to a presentation and a speech that I have to give at the end of the month. That is just racing my mind. Really, it's the speech that's on my heart. Like, I feel like I've said this before. I'll say it again. People invite answers. They don't invite problems. And I'm blessed with the opportunity to go speak in front of uh, a couple people. And I'm 
I'm really stressing about it. It's two weeks out from the event and it's like, I think that I have to become somebody else. I know my content is good. I'm not, um, I guess, shy or, or feeling any type of way in front of people. Like I'm a good public speaker, but when it comes to content that resonates and content that sticks with other individuals, I feel like I have to kind of be tailored to that individual, if that makes sense. Like, I think that I have to do something grand. I've never done like a keynote speech before. So I know that this is a different level. This is a different um, scale of difficulty, but I feel like it just takes another range that at the moment I'm stressing that, oh, do I have it? Do I have it in me? Do I have it in me? And listening to myself say this, it's not that I don't think that I have it in me. But if you're listening, you can connect with this as well. Whenever we have these new things in our lives or new decisions or or new stages, the traits that we have that even made that opportunity available for us, we question ourselves. We question if it's good enough. We question if we have what it takes. We question if others will feel how we feel about either what we're saying, what we've been through, or what we connect with. We question ourselves. And this whole week, even now, I'm questioning myself right now. Is this even of value to anyone listening? If you're listening to the Mind Bully podcast right now, is this of value to you? Hearing somebody just talk through their thoughts and, and go through their weeks. I know a lot of people have reached out to me and said, man, when you do these vulnerable, super raw episodes, I really connect with it. But there's another part of me that, that makes it seem in my head that now, nah, like, you've got to go, bro. Like, I'm one, I'm not always anxious. And two, even when I feel anxious, I got to feel like I'm a leader. I, I got to produce a product to where people are motivated, inspired each day. So nobody wants to wake up on a Monday morning, driving to work, hearing somebody say they're anxious, all this stuff. Yeah, it's a connection, but they want leadership. They want motivation. They want inspiration. And I have that in me as well. But I've just torn between honestly being an imposter and being myself. And I feel like if you're listening to this podcast right now, doesn't that sound like you? It's like when you go out, when you leave your home to your work, to go meet with friends out on the town. It's either you or this you that you think people will like. For me, when I get on this mic, I tend to be myself, but. I always scale it from a place of, will they like this? And since I'm getting good feedback, I'm like, okay, I know they like this. So like, keep going on that. Keep going on that. But when I get home and I sit down with myself, is this the reason why I did the podcast for feedback? Or is the reason that I did this podcast is for lasting change in people's lives? There's so much that is going and burning on my heart right now that I'm even kind of anxious to say, hey, you should do this in one way that makes sense. Like step one, step two, step three, give them takeaways. You can't just blurt out your thoughts. But then another end on me is like, 
Bro, they're people. They're smart enough to to break down their thoughts. They think these racing thoughts as well. I just, for me in my life, I think I need to find a happy medium. I, I, I know I need, specifically talking about the podcast, I know I need a team. A team would really help me with, with some of these um, thoughts and and kind of misguided to, for lack of better words, to help me hone in exactly the plan and vision that I have for this podcast. But another part of me is kind of scared to do that because whenever I link relinquish control, it's like they might not take this thing where I want it to go. And then another part of me is like, you can't control anything. It's give it to God. It's trust. It's faith. And God gives you people in your lives or will provide those people in your lives to help take off and have this message go to so many other people. So it's just a push and a pull and a push and a pull. And I know if you're listening, you have a push and a pull in your life as well. What does that look like for you? There's so many times that that things want to take us away from who we truly are, what we truly feel, who we truly want to be. What centers you and sits with you and keeps you with who you are? What does that for you? What hones in the reins and really centers you with your mindset that you have, that you want, that heart that you have, that you want, and that body that you have that you want for yourself. What centers you? What brings you back home? What allows you to look deeper into yourself and know that this is who I really am? And for me, I started writing. I started just writing out my thoughts and not only just writing out my thoughts. I know I need to get better at, you know, exact in a lane and, and structure. Basically, I can't just blurt out forever. So I went online. I got some writing prompts and within the writing prompts. I started writing out my thoughts and my life and and things started coming up that I was amazed about. Like we never know how powerful we are until we start doing the work. And God gives us ideas like, Norris, go get your black ass on Google, type in uh, exactly how you're feeling. Uh, and I literally did. I said, how to deal with anxiety, anxiety, writing prompts. I got some prompts and I wrote about it and I feel better. But it's like, how many times are we blocked or are we not seeing what God has placed in front of us? It's like we ask these questions. We look for different things, whether it's social media, whether it's drinking, whether it's friends, whether it's a community. Hey, we need these people to kind of help us get through this situation. Yes, you need community, but you don't need anything to sedate your actual feelings. Lean into that feeling. Lean, in, lean into that pain. Lean into that uncomfortability. Lean into that not being perfect. I'm not going to edit that, that all that, that, that stuff that I'm doing. Lean into that. How can you grow from that? There's a different flex in being yourself. I'm rambling, but I don't I don't give a damn. There's a different flex in being yourself and knowing exactly how and what way and what vein that you can change my vein and my change and help me go through my anxious moments right now is these writing prompts. And so for these writing prompts, I'm going to read out what I did, what I said, what I wrote. And hopefully for this episode, you will find value in somebody just being as open as they can be, knowing that 
your journey with your mind bullies, you versus you, but hopefully bringing you guys into my home, my center, my head, my fight will help you and yours. So for the first one, it says, describe a time where you felt unfulfilled. And to preface this, I never answer a question. I don't even think with this prompt I answered the question, but this was my answer. The time I felt unfulfilled was when I was growing up initially and I started playing basketball in my basketball journey. I was casted away because I was bigger, less athletic, and just an overall different kid than the other guys. At the time, I was not exactly the best player at that point. On one front, I was trying to be accepted. I recently had just joined the football team and just picked up a jersey and a position based on size. And because that's what my friends were doing, I was extremely impressionable. On one front, I had this new thirst for a different game. On the other hand, without my father being around, I wanted a community of some sort. I wanted leadership in my life. I wanted a father figure, a coach, somebody to help me navigate my way through middle school. Notice how I still have said nothing about basketball. I guess I felt unfulfilled because no one found me of value or championed my talent or thought I was any good enough for anything at that age. Now, reading that aloud, it really helps me realize patterns in my life and, and kind of why I am the way I am. It's like going through that at an early age in middle school, trying to find my way, community, love, family, faith, leadership, trying to just have somebody help me along that way. Again, I was a bigger kid, chubbier kid playing the sport, didn't make the team in seventh grade playing basketball and was just trying to find my way. I didn't even like football at the time necessarily, but I just threw myself on the football tryouts got a jersey, got a position. I said, hey, he's similar size. Let me do that and join that way. I just wanted something to cling on to. And the reason why I felt fulfilled, unfulfilled in those moments is that I equated, I guess, my skill or my talent or the lack of talent to my worth. So because I didn't have this super outstanding skill or this group of people. I wasn't popular. I wasn't the main attraction in the school like some of the other quote unquote prodigies were. I didn't feel fulfilled, fulfilled, meaning in myself. My journey with my mind bully was because they don't see me of value on the field, because they don't see me of value on the court, because they don't see me of value in the school. I don't see myself as valued. I wasn't really truly fulfilled because, yes, I had a great family. Yes, I have a great faith life. Yes, I have a good support system at home. But going through those times of insecurity and just clinging on to different things, I found my worth and who I was on the outside, not the inside. And I know if you're listening right now to the podcast, you could connect with this because you feel like that sometimes. Your true fulfillment isn't in who you are. It's on who others think you are. 
and I'm just going through this and, and speaking things out. It really helps us identify the true cause or the true problem in our patterns. Me writing this out made me realize that my pattern was, again, faced and focused on the outer, not the inner. When we're young at these stages, even if you're old, if you're a different stage, how many of us get our fulfillment or worth from external? If we're able to sit down with ourselves, write things out, get the work from us internally, expose what we think about ourselves in our situations, we realize that we're smarter than that. We're more powerful than that. We're more gifted than that. We're more blessed than that. We're more fulfilled. We will be more fulfilled when we know our purpose, our worth. And our worth is in ourselves first. Describe a time where I felt unfulfilled. It's funny how a prompt can really help you reconnect with you, reconnect with your purpose, service, helping leadership, others, this podcast, which helps you be fulfilled. So I find fulfillment in this moment on the inverse, kind of flipping this around. I find fulfillment in service and helping others through this podcast any way that I can, because I know there's a kids, a little chubby kid fending for a team that didn't make the team that's going home listening to this, or you wanted a job or you wanted a community to be in, or you wanted this level that you didn't get accepted. You, you don't feel worthy to know that, hey, do the work inside first. You're really worthy. You're worth it. You're worth that moment. So next one, bro, I'm literally shaking right now. I don't know why. Like my heart is heavy. This is just to tell it how it is. My heart is heavy. My hand is literally on my left cheek. And I'm just reading out this loose leaf paper that's kind of flopping in the wind. I don't know why I'm putting this in, but I don't care. This is exactly how I feel. This is exactly what's going in. But I just feel heavy because it's like a weight lifted off my chest. When you know that you're going through or you're you're calling out real things that you've gone through in your life that that scoped how you are and how you move, even if you've gotten through them. It's it's heavy on the heart. It should be. It's it's your reality. It's your truth and exposing your truth and telling your truth can be kind of scary at times, but it's courageous. Not saying that I'm Goliath, king of the world, but I just know that through my vulnerability and through my courage and through my strength, if you're listening, you can find strength. You can find and you can fix and do the work internally. And help others in this way as well. So the next one, before I keep rambling, when in doubt, write it out. Write a letter to your body. Here's my response. My body is the temple. I've spent years grinding and trying to improve every little aspect of my outward appearance. I guess because when I was a kid, I was bigger. I was chubbier. I was not too fond of this. I definitely moved differently. Because I was chubby. All the kids around me never really commented or said anything about it. But I just remember not going to swim because I looked different than everybody else. Because my father wasn't around and not making a sports team, I often stayed inside instead of working out. I used to swim with a t-shirt on 
and I'm not laughing, but I used to swim with a T-shirt on. See, even the fact that I'm laughing is like, just tell the truth. It, who am I trying to be cool for laughing? Like that is your truth. Sorry. I used to swim with a T-shirt on and be so embarrassed when someone commented on it. I used to take off my shirt only after I, it was soaking wet from the aftermath of the cannonball plunge. I also equated my body image with my worth. I remember going to a family member's house and that family member ripping me to shreds. I was so broken. His words still stick to me to this day. The way he reacted to my appearance when I hadn't even seen him in a long time made me feel as if this is how everyone thought when they saw me. He was just bold enough to say something about it. Man, that's heavy. Yeah, like I said, uh, when I was younger, I was a chubby kid. And obviously, uh, when you're young and you're going through um, your body image and you're going through the different changes and you're really finding who you are, it's tough. It's, it's an insecure place that you're coming from. But for me, again, I was always a confident kid. I was always confident, um, but I know through life and, and through your adolescence, before I even had a sport, I didn't go outside and play. Like I said, my dad was away, not because of anything he did. He wasn't able to come back because of restraints and a 10-year ban because of uh, his visa. But from 8 to 18, I was out without my father, and it, it really hurt at, at the time. And Kind of being self-aware and breaking this down, I've now alluded to my father in both both prompts. And that does a huge thing on a kid, and I know it did a lot in my life. I guess I was searching for leadership and searching for that kind of love. Not My mom is a superhero. She's a superwoman. Again, I'm rambling and this has nothing to do with the prompt, but it's just on my heart. My mom is such a superwoman, but I know that just having a male presence in my life would have been impactful and something that I kind of yearned for. But to revert back to the body image, I was a confident kid. It wasn't about the appearance, but ex exactly when I realized whenever I went to swim, that is something that was always hard for me. We had a huge swimming pool by our house with like these big slides. And it was just a fun time for people to connect. But I always would have an excuse on not why I wanted to go. And if I was drugged to go, I would plunge, like I said, fully clothed. And it was just not that moment. But when I went to a family member's house, he was an older cousin. And he just kind of ridiculed me and got on my ass really about my appearance at a younger age. It stayed on my heart. It stayed on the back of my mind that said, hey, this is how people think of you. This is your worth. From not making the team on the basketball team, from equating my worth or, or him calling me that or these type of names, I really thought I was worthless. I was useless. I wasn't of any worth to anybody else. And I just needed to kind of waltz in being a fly on the wall. Like nobody cared if I was there. Nobody found my presence valuable. If you're listening to this podcast, 
and body image is something that you've worked on or you, you've had heavy on your heart throughout your life, just know that the only image that matters is the image that you were made in. And you were made in the image of God. You were made in his image. And no matter the outward appearance, yes, there's a, there's a level that you need to get to if that's what you want for yourself. Yes, work every day, but the patience and the rest and knowing that you've put in the work, you put in the time and each and every step of the way that will get better for you. It did for me. I mean, I always joke that, hey, my body a Greek God now, but part of the the joking and, and kind of that is is because of the work I've put in. I've been able to put in the work and, and, and get to this level because honestly, because of that, that not that fear, but that pain that I felt from one of family members said that. I took that and locked that in so deep and so personally to me that I was never going to feel worthless again in my life. And when I say that and I speak that out, that is the wrong way to go about it. Why? Because it's, again, it's taking my worth from the external, from what he said, from my body image, to not making a team, to being less valued skillfully in my sport. All these things are still taking your worth externally. And if you're listening and these are some of your patterns, hearing somebody kind of break down his initial thoughts and how he feels will help you because it's the inner work. It's the inner work of writing things, these things down and calling them out that will help you know that, hey, that's none of my business anyway. That's what they think. That's what they equate worth. That's not my worth. Again, I was made in the image of God, the only image that matters. So if you're going through a body image or or those type of things, just know that you're worthy and your image is 100% worthy and validated in who he's called you to be. It's a blessing and it's a different flex knowing that I'm exactly where and who I've called to be. If you don't like it, that's on you. But I know that God and everything that I have inside of me is worth it, is worthy, is blessed, is fulfilled. Fulfillment is in him. Fulfillment is in me doing the work, finding out what actually is of value to me. And sitting here as Norman Sodiac say, what is of value to me is what has God put inside of me. And it's that heart and the leadership and the service to give out and to pour onto this podcast. So, hey, Genix, you going off? 